Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. During the government-induced panic over COVID, a lot of which we learned last week was flat-out fake and made up by Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci. During this government-induced panic, unfortunately, we taught our elites a lesson. We taught them that we'd give up a shocking amount of our freedoms over a cold with a 99.7% survival rate. They immediately became very interested in our food supply, specifically in limiting our food supply to dangerously low levels. I mean, can you blame them? We taught them basically through COVID, if they just come up with or create a big enough disaster, we'd huddle in our homes as if they were prisons and let them dictate every part of our lives to us. Unfortunately, because we taught them this, they will never leave us alone, not for the rest of our lives. No, they'll lurch from one deliberately government-created disaster to another, trying to recapture the power that we handed over on a silver platter during COVID. After just shy of a year of this, in December 2020, they came up with a brilliant idea to limit food. Or limit food through limiting fertilizer. If you've ever gardened, and I'm a prolific gardener, you know you're not growing anything without re-amending the soil. You're just not. And so we're back in the middle of the next disaster, the next planned disaster. Exactly how big are these people's ambitions? How terrifying are these people's ambitions? They want to produce something, create something that is a record breaker in human history. That was what was so terrifying about what Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said. She's got those crazy eyes and they were full on rolling in her head as she said the following. It totally shows you the scope of their ambition to change everything in an absolutely profound way. This isn't the climate dogma we've been hearing from them on the stump for years. This is something entirely different. Here's Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm. Right now, we are witnessing the beginning of one of the most significant events in human history, the clean energy transition. It is long overdue and it can't progress fast enough. And there you have it, the size and scope of their ambition. One of the most significant events 
in human history. This isn't merely an economic rejiggering or some adjustments to achieve some climate goals. This is a total, complete onslaught, a frontal attack on the Western way of life. And if you listen carefully to Biden administration officials, they're telling you that. A lot of folks missed it in this otherwise bizarre seeming interview with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, in which she refused to acknowledge that a recession is here, that two consecutive quarters of negative growth equal a recession. Everyone laughed at that part, and it was bizarre. Of course, if the numbers come out on Friday and show two quarters of negative growth, it's a recession. But listen to why she said all of a sudden it isn't. Because we're in a transition. We expected an economic slowdown. The economic slowdown was part of the plan, she says. Therefore, you can't call it a recession because it's something new, something we've never seen in human history, a transition away from fossil fuels. And so it's good that the economy has slowed down. It's expected and very normal. The suffering is as planned. This is not an economy that's in recession, but we're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing and that's necessary and appropriate. And um, so there is a slowdown and businesses can see that and that's appropriate. In other words, the pain is part of the plan. She can't really call it a recession, even though mathematically it is absolutely a recession. But what exactly is the transition from? Joe Biden described the transition this way. Biden told us in one of his final debates with Trump, but I don't think anybody took him seriously. It almost sounded crazy. Okay, I have one final Would question. Would he close down falls. the oil industry? It falls. Would you close it down falls. the oil industry? By the way, I have a transition from the oil Transition. It is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? But That's a big statement. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the big statement. Okay. Because basically what he's saying question. is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond, Ohio. and then I have to get to the final question. It turned out for once, Joe Biden wasn't lying. He intended to do all of that and more. But it was so ridiculous. Nobody took him seriously. I mean, how big of a price is this guy willing to pay? For this transition we got the answer to that in another debate but again no one was really listening i mean joe biden democrats they've been slinging climate talking points for years nothing ever really changes but this time they meant it i'd like to ask you three consecutive american presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production as president would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. I don't think Americans have fully grasped this, even now, even though the pain is beginning. And Republicans aren't helping. In fact, they're helping the Democrats. They continue, and you can catch this every single segment of Fox News, they continue to paint Joe Biden as a doddering old fool, a mismanager, someone who's just wants good things for America, wants progress, wants growth, but just can't seem to get it together. 
But every time they do that, they're helping the Democrats. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Because it's not going to matter which Democrat's president. Pick your flavor. Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar. The agenda will be exactly the same because the far-left activist won't accept anything less. And the wreckage will be exactly the same, too. Joe Biden is not confused. He's not out of touch. He knows exactly what he's doing and the pain that it causes. And another day of Fox News misleading Americans to think, oh, the guy's totally American. He wants to grow the economy. He wants to help people, but he's just screwing it up. Every day they do that is another day they help the Democrats. In fact, the Democrats are using it right now. The Washington Post just ran an editorial that said, quit, Joe. Because they're pushing the same idea. Well, Joe's just incompetent, but I mean, the agenda's fine. No, Joe is actually shockingly competent. Not at reading a teleprompter. He's a fool there. But the people he staffed his administration with are doing exactly what he promised. With lightning speed. Everybody's on board. Including Janet Yellen, who tells you, look, to slow down the misery, the destruction of business and commerce and Hope and prosperity, that's to be expected, she says. These people have been shockingly successful at what Joe promised to do. Joe has accomplished everything he said. He is knee-deep in it. He hasn't screwed up a single thing. He even knows how bad this will be, and he's going forward with it anyway. Listen to how he described the same transition Yellen denied was a recession because it's planned. An economic slowdown that's pre-planned isn't a recession. We've just never seen anything like it before. She was actually almost offended that somebody would call it a recession. Even though mathematically she admits, yeah, two quarters of negative growth, that would be a recession. But what she's saying is, look, this is to be expected. We plan to shut down the economy. That's not a recession. What she's saying is it's not a failure. It's planned. So it doesn't count. Listen to Joe Biden talk about the pain. He knew this would put people through. This is from May. And when it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less relying on fossil fuels when this is over. This is going to be a haul. This is going to take some time. This is going to be a haul. He's saying it's not going to be easy. It's going to be painful because he knows. He knows exactly what he's doing. I mean, given his demented state, it's actually amazing that he's been able, wreckage-wise, to accomplish this many of his goals this quickly. In terms of the hull, the wreckage, the transition, the collapse. See, this is all a game they play. They're actually having two conversations. One of them, the Putin price hike conversation, they're having with the 50% of Americans who aren't on board, whose votes they still need in the midterms. That'll end after the midterms when they can stop pretending again that they're trying to increase energy supplies. 
and return to the game of destroying them. They're having a separate conversation with the other half of the public. This is why they produce such bizarre talking points. On the one hand, they're blaming Putin and the war in Ukraine and every other thing for the price hikes. On the other hand, they're on MSNBC, and that's where a lot of these clips come from, taking credit for the transition, openly vowing, like Biden officials did last week on MSNBC, to completely eliminate the oil industry. This is why creepy Jennifer Granholm, who said that this transition would be one of the most significant events in human history. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a mass extinction event. They won't get everybody, but they'll get a lot of the third world. This is why Jennifer Granholm told you the truth back on February 28th. Again, she's Biden's energy secretary. And when they do these interviews on MSNBC, they tend to tell the truth. This is a transition. It's going to hurt the economy. We're working through an energy transition. And the reality is we have to take some time to get off of oil and gas. We recognize this. This is a transition. But she continues with an acknowledgement that this is causing the prices to go through the roof. And they'd like to do what they can to shelter American families from it. But bottom line, they're going to have to go through it. This president and this administration are looking at every single tool to shield American families from the impact of rising energy prices. And we're working through we're working through an energy transition. Yeah, they want to shield them. But if it hurts, it hurts. The thing is, we're only at the beginning of this. 60 House Democrats, according to The Hill, are calling on President Biden to declare a national climate emergency to give him additional powers they believe he could get and use under federal law. What are those powers? To begin seizing entire industries and repurposing them toward this green energy future. Remember, in May, Biden didn't think we were anywhere close to being through this. God willing, he said. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.